This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Today on the Public Speaker, I address how to stand out in an interview, even if you've been laid off. Also, please be sure to listen all the way to the end of this episode for a very important announcement. It's not a sales announcement. It's something that every listener should hear. Unfortunately, these days, there is enormous competition for far fewer jobs, and you need new ways to distinguish yourself from the sea of applicants. You can't expect to get job interviews or job offers solely using traditional tools and techniques. It's just not enough. And if you're not using new techniques, then you'll definitely be left behind. I think today's modern world requires a new modern approach. In fact, after many years of helping elite performers advance their careers and comparing those leaders to other people who never reached their goals, I've realized something that underneath of it all, everyone is gifted or unique in some way, but those gifts are often buried under layers of fear, self-doubt, and uncertainty, and often job seekers don't know how to make themselves stand out from that crowd. It's like rubber ducks, pretty much they only come in yellow, and job seekers pretty much all seem to be the same boring shade. So my new book, Red Duck Interviewing, these methods in the book teach you step-by-step how to reveal your inner red and stand out in a sea of yellow. Red Duck Interviewing is the newly updated and newly titled version of my best-selling book, Ace Your Interview, and I've created a special pre-launch offer for public speaker listeners. 25% off plus many, many special bonuses. You can visit lisabmarshall.com forward slash red duck and use the coupon code red. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash red duck and use the coupon code red. Today's episode was inspired by an email that I received. In fact, I just received the email two days ago. I very rarely will respond to an email this quickly or put it into a podcast. But this one really resonated with me. And you'll hear more about why it resonated with me in the announcement at the end. So I just want to read you the email and then I'll give my response. So here's the email. Hi, Lisa. I've been laid off twice in a row. I had my performance review done by my boss just two months previous to the most recent layoff. And he was impressed with my work and I received positive feedback from several clients. The last thing I expected was to be laid off. And even though the layoff was not due to performance, specifically mentioned by the HR person during the layoff, it was not performance, I feel like a loser. And I keep thinking, why is this happening to me twice in a row? I keep asking myself, what am I doing wrong? Why do I keep getting selected to be laid off? I'm not sure if it's only pure bad luck. And it's been two months and I still feel upset about losing my job. Who is going to hire a person who got laid off twice? I'm sure hiring managers will think about it. Why did I get laid off twice? I want to move on, but I'm not able to. I need help, but I'm not sure what kind of help. I lost confidence in myself and lost trust in people and organizations. I feel I'm damaged and I do not know where to start. Signed, Frustrated. So here's my letter back to her. Dear Frustrated, First, I'm sorry to hear that you were laid off. I have experienced it myself, and I've worked with many clients in the same situation. It's important to know the feelings and the thoughts you express are very common and very normal. In fact, 
They're so common that when I decided to update my book, Ace Your Interview, the Red Duck Interviewing, the one I mentioned in the ad in the beginning, I added an entire section on the topic. So allow me to share with you an excerpt from the newly titled Red Duck Interviewing. Here's the excerpt. Remember, red is a color of intense and extreme emotion. It's a color of both passion and anger. Think red as a reminder that your emotions and the attitude you have count. As good as you may be at being positive and enthusiastic while you're working, if you're currently unemployed, the stress and fear of job transition may begin to show its ugly head. When you're not working, you may find yourself more open to negative emotions. One moment you may be feeling positive and a few minutes later, you're feeling frustrated and ashamed or even embarrassed. One of my clients even told me, it's like I'm wearing a sign around my neck, unemployed, failure, unwanted. So it's important to recognize that being unemployed is simply a current situation to deal with. It's not a character flaw. And that a successful interview starts by effectively managing these emotional twists and turns. When we feel stress, often we're more intense, more defensive, sometimes even hostile or angry. And unfortunately, when we let our negative emotions drive our behavior, people who are in a position to help us may run in the opposite direction. These intense or negative emotions make other people feel uncomfortable. So managing your feelings is an internal process that takes extra effort and critically important to the job interview process. And that's why I wanted to include a few specific strategies to help you manipulate your thoughts and your emotions so that they will serve you positively throughout your job search and interview process. Even when you're employed, looking for something new is a full-time activity in itself. Sometimes you can be so overwhelmed with finding a job that you forget to keep doing the things that you normally enjoy doing, the things that help you decompress and relieve stress. For some people, it's reading a book. For some people, it's listening to music. While for others, it might be going for a daily walk. You already know what's best for you, and you've been doing it for years. Now is definitely not the time to stop. In fact, this is the time to pump it up. If you're a regular listener of the show, you know that I believe in smiling. And I think that smiling more is the easiest step you can do to help yourself. Smiling helps to prevent us from looking tired, worn down, or overwhelmed. And it turns out that smiling is a natural drug. In a surprising reversal of cause and effect, we traditionally recognize, normally we think we're in a good mood, so we smile. But new research shows that smiling can actually cause positive emotions. Studies have shown that smiling releases endorphins, which are natural painkillers, and serotonin. And together, these make us feel good. So when you're stressed out, you should smile, which can trick your body into a better mood. As an example, a client once told me that a friend had taken him to a local animal shelter to play with the puppies on the day he got laid off. And he told me that he couldn't stop smiling and that he was surprised at how helpful he found the experience. So again, smile even when you don't feel like it. Your stress will be reduced and you'll be better able to take action. Smiling is an extremely high-value behavior. On a related note, studies show that laughing lowers blood pressure. It reduces stress hormones and boosts your immune function. It also triggers the release of endorphins and produces a general sense of well-being. 
There are lots of ways to increase the number of laughs per day. You can watch silly YouTube videos. You can watch stand-up comedy or cable or better yet, attend a live show, take a laughing yoga class. Yes, there really is a real thing, laughing yoga. You can hang out with your funniest friend, attend a story slam, listen to humorous podcasts, buy a book of your favorite cartoons, maybe even take an improv class. I did that once and I laughed for two full days. It was really fun. Or maybe you can just watch your favorite sitcom. The idea is to purposefully spend time each day doing something that makes you laugh. And to think of this as part of your job interview preparation process. You probably know this, but regular exercise has been proven to reduce stress too. It wards off anxiety, it can boost self-esteem, and it can even improve your sleep. Research has shown that exercise is an effective treatment for mild to moderate depression. So any form of exercise can help. Bike riding, dancing, gardening, tennis, swimming, walking, yoga, whatever. Find something that makes your body feel good and do it every day. Very soon, it'll make your mood good too. Psychologists tell us that in times of distress, we tend to talk to ourselves. The term for this behavior, of course, is self-talk, and it's considered healthy, providing you're giving your distressed mind positive messages like, I can do it, and not, oh, my future is bleak. Try repeating aloud, I am a very strong candidate, or my background and experience are a perfect fit for this position because of A, B, and C, and be, be as specific as you can. I'm excited about this position because of X, Y, and Z. Again, be specific. Remember, employers are looking for someone who is excited and interested in working for them and is passionate about the work he will be doing. Whenever you catch yourself thinking negatively, stop those thoughts by flicking your wrist and saying, stop, that's just an irrational fear. Then substitute your prepared rational thoughts. These positive affirmations will become easier as you apply the steps in the book because you'll begin to see just how qualified you are. And with a positive, emotionally healthy attitude, you can achieve your goals. It's also absolutely fundamental. I'd like to encourage you to create what I call your job search positivity plan. Determine which steps will be best to help you stay positive. Put them on paper and plan to do them. Take time from every single day to put your emotional health first and you'll have the energy and focus and drive to follow the strategies in this guide to land your ideal job. Ms. Frustrated, as a way of saying thanks for sending me your question, I've sent you a pre-release copy of Red Duck Interviewing. Don't worry, listeners, for everybody else, I created a special promotion. You can visit, like I said before, lisabmarshall.com forward slash Red Duck for those details. However, I'd like to tell you about four key elements of my powerful Red Duck strategy. So first, project a powerful online image. In today's market, you must have an active professional online presence and a powerful personal brand. And in this book, I give detailed steps for you to develop a professional online presence that gets you noticed, and by the way, noticed in the right way. The second element is to enhance your persuasive power. It's not enough to just review the company website if you want to set yourself apart, you really need to dig deep. And to help you to be the most persuasive for each individual interview, I explain a process, a preparation process, so that you can effectively choose and share the most important abilities, experiences, or traits from the perspective of the potential employer, the ones they will find most valuable and persuasive. 
Next, you'll need to communicate in a clear, concise, and compelling manner. Once you've determined what the potential employer needs, again, with the strategy before, you need to communicate those skills and experiences, those skills and accomplishments in a clear, concise, and compelling manner. And I go over the most common questions and even some uncommon ones to teach you how to apply your carefully chosen persuasive accomplishments to any question the interviewer asks. Finally, element number four is to exude a humble confidence. I'll go over tips and techniques backed by science-based research to help you project a confident, positively persuasive impression, either on the phone or via Skype or even in person. And when you are able to implement these steps successfully, they will make you not only a good choice, they really make you the only choice for the position. These techniques allow you to reveal your inner red duck and shine bright red so that you stand out in a sea of yellow. This is Lisa B. Marshall, Changing Organizations, Changing Lives, and Changing the World Through Better Communication. As always, your success is my business. So what's the big announcement? This is my last show as the host of The Public Speaker. After eight years of doing the show and growing competition for sponsorship, there just hasn't been enough sponsors lately to keep going. So in essence, I've also been laid off. So now you know why the email from the listener really resonated with me. So I will be releasing Red Duck Interviewing in September, but since this is my last show, I wanted to give you a goodbye gift. So I created the special promotion. Again, just go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash red duck and use the code red to get the offer. And there's more details there. In essence, you'll get the current copy of Ace Your Interview plus the new version when it comes out. You'll automatically receive the upgrade, which is, the, again, the red duck interviewing for free if you buy the, the Ace Your Interview now. I wanted to say thanks for all the support that you've shown me over the years. And frankly, I was so happy and even somewhat overwhelmed. I received hundreds of LinkedIn messages congratulating me on my recent eight-year anniversary. And I'll miss most the interaction that I've had with you, the listener, because it's really been the, the thing that has kept me going. The really the thing that I've enjoyed the most is being able to help individuals who reach out and contact me. And I hope that you'll want to stay in touch with me. And I encourage you to sign up for my newsletter at lisabmarshall.com forward slash subscribe. I'll be sending out a special update very soon to let you know more details and what you can expect from me next. Um, again, just go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash subscribe. So for the last time as the public speaker, <laughs> this is Lisa B. Marshall. Your success is my business. Always has been and always will be.